Praise the Lord. This is Apostle Pamela Witcher, Agape Deliverance Ministry Headquarters. To God be the glory. God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. I'm back, y'all. Let's not talk about it. Let's be about it. I decree and declare unto you that Jesus is Lord around the nations. My scripture text is John 15, 13. No greater love than this, and a man laid down his life for his friends. What is my goal? To bring a world back to God, Elohim is his name. To see the demonstration and establishment of God's kingdom on earth. To God be the glory. Brothers and sisters, God is good. He's moving mightily in this hour. When the hedges and the highways, God is touching, healing, delivering, saving his people. Those ones that desire to draw close to the Lord in this hour. God is faithful. God is make ways where there seem to be no way. God sit high and he looks low. He knows the very numbers of the hairs on our head. He knows what day it is and the hour and the time that has already set his redemptive purpose for this hour, brothers and sisters. So we stand still to see the salvation of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, let's pray. Gracious Father, Lord, I just thank you. I give you praise. I give you glory and honor for you alone are worthy. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the sand, God, you're the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. Father God, in you, God, we move and breathe and have our being, God. Without you, God, we can do nothing. Father, we pray for those ones on the heads and the highways. God, we pray for salvation, deliverance, and healing. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we pray thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Brothers and sisters, I won't be before you long. I'm going to come um, yesterday. I believe it was yesterday, the day before yesterday. God gave me the word egregious, egregious, or grievous. I think the E is sound, grievous. And it's not a good word. It's a bad word. It's an adjective. It's something that means really bad, offensive, exceptionally bad, and shocking. You know, God is looking for um, testimonies in this hour from his children. He's looking for um, the unbeliever to see you know, that he is Lord in the earth. He is the Lord in the, you know, in working in the lives of his servants, even in the, um, in the church. Mostly we think about the church. We think about, you know, always kind of, um, do an analogy when it comes to the bank. If you go to the bank, you're looking for money. If you put money in, you're looking for interest to come out. God is looking for those gifts that he's placed within the body, within the church, um, brothers and sisters to be used in this hour. And I believe what has happened is that I believe that um, a lot of things has happened that hasn't been good. And I think of this word, I think of, but I'm not talking about God's church because God has already saved a remnant. But I think about the, the religious church, the Pharisees and Sadducees and how the misleading, you know, of the people in order for them to have done what they've done. I look at their character. This is how I see their character. Their character is exceptionally bad. You know, they're very offensive and, you know, they were going out for a game, you know, for greed. They were going out for personal gain, recognition, name of the church, status, prosperity. And this is what comes to my mind when I think about this word grievous. And, um, you know, because the Lord was showing me that it has to do with, um, it has to do with the church. Because God called us to be different. He called us to be a light in the darkness and sometimes brothers and sisters we may fall we may make mistakes you know we may um you know um we're not perfect you know but when it comes to a situation where the lord is expecting a return on what it is that he has placed in us we have to understand that you know um to have the doors of the church open and not to be um effective 
is totally not the will of God, not to be effective, not to see, because he told us in his word, these signs will follow them that believe in my name. Blind eyes will be opened. The lame will walk. The deaf will hear and the dead shall be raised. It's not a choice. It's not an option. It's not something that we should be grabbing a hold of in this last day, but it's something that should have continued on. That's why I felt in my spirit that you know, when it when it didn't, when I didn't see it like I should have seen it, I knew something was wrong. I mean, really badly wrong. I said, because it wasn't just on this city or this state or the next state. It was like almost on every corner. You know, when you're talking about a church and you're saying, oh, we're not talking about the church in a bad light. We're talking about the religious. We're talking about the unity where you want to draw people in when the people are not even recognizing Jesus Christ. They're not even standing on the apostolic doctrine. They're not even living holy, but God told us not even to give into any type of um, organization or, or religion that has not preaching the truth, not even to give our money to it. I've read that before scriptural. So brothers and sisters, for us to have joined, some of us to have joined in, you know, the unity, it seemed like it was, to me, it was a big following. And that's where the, um, and that's where you got the uh, great falling away, the great falling away. Why I say, I say this because this is my opinion, because the signs and the ones and miracles that should have been done, you know, along the whole, t the whole time, the span of time that this was going on, people were getting more and further and further away from God and going towards man, going towards prosperity, going towards a, a pastor or a leader, you know what I'm saying? A name of a church, you know what I'm saying? And therefore, um, that's the voice that they heard. And then with the Lord, I know the Lord has been speaking, has been speaking to us all the time, but we never turned back. Some of us didn't turn around. And so therefore we find ourselves where we are, brothers and sisters. And the Lord is saying, he is like, you can see from the outer appearance because God only knows the heart, but be, just from the outer appearance, if a bank doesn't produce, you know, the money is not coming out of the bank. The bank is empty and there's nothing in there. Then you know there's something wrong. You wouldn't want to invest in it. So my thing is people have seen so many things that take place in the building. Other people have been through so many things when they went in the building innocent, you know, and had their lives and their whole lives, you know, just, um, you know, shattered because they didn't know um, these men or, or women who were, were false prophets. So now we have this time of healing. And I just always believe just by the grace of God, not by anything of my own, but because I was in that revival of the Lord and seeing and feeling, feeling God's love and seeing the operation of the Holy Spirit, how, how it wasn't about color. It wasn't about a male or female, it being in a pulpit. It wasn't about none of that because when the Lord started this church, Agape Deliverance Ministry, he started it in Jonesboro. And it was uh, me and it was two men. It was three of us. And we all teamed, you know, we preached team preaching. And so even the members that were there, they said that um, they couldn't tell us apart because we all worked together as one. We finished each other's sentence and I remember it like it was yesterday. So what am I saying? I'm saying that, you know, the body is one, but when we don't recognize our faults and when we hold on to the faults of another person from uh, 20, 30 years ago, and we thinking that God doesn't see that, because he doesn't see the alignment. He sees the separation. He knows that there's a problem still. But we can go and we can have church and we can do this and we can do that. We have prayer. But it doesn't matter anything, brothers and sisters, because God sees our heart. 
And that's what I'm really feeling deep in my heart, that there's something grievous that's going on in the hearts of the church and the hearts of the believers in the church. I'm not saying everyone. I'm saying in the religious factor, sometimes we feel as though we've gotten away with something, but we really haven't. It's been there the whole time. It's like the elephant in the room, but nobody wants to speak or address it. But I see it as clear as day, you know, and we want to continue on like it's not there. And that's what's and that's what's killing us. That's exactly what's killing us. It's not where we're able to go in the direction that God would have for us because we feel as though that, you know, um, I'm okay. I'm okay when it comes to whose standards. Is it God's standard or is it what your pastor said or what the church say? You know, we can go around and attest in different places that we haven't seen the hand of God. We haven't seen the revival of the Lord, you know, 10, 20 years. So how is it that we're so much better than we were 20 years ago? If the revival of the Lord hasn't hit the love of God, the unconditional God, the love of God, haven't touched and just um, indwelled in us, you know, in his presence like that, um, it's so needed, brothers and sisters. We have to have, we have to have a refreshing in this hour like never before. So I'm going to come out of um, Acts 28, 8 through 9, and it reads, And it came to pass that the fathers of Publius lay sick of fever and of a bloody fixture, to whom Paul entered in and prayed and laid his hands on him and healed him. So when this was done, others also, which had diseases in, in the island, came and were healed. Brothers, this is the same way, you know, I see so many people following, God forbid, the world, the media, the celebrities, this and that. You know, imagine if the church was doing and working and operating in the gifts of healing, deliverance, and, and, and demons being cast out of the way the Lord it chose us to, and commissioned us to, to walk in, you know, continuously. You know, you would have won so many more believers, you know, sinners into Christ's kingdom but the world had came into the church and basically swallowed up, you know, because um, of our allowing ourselves, some of us, I always mean some of us, aligning ourselves to the world. We should never, we should have never joined. And I always just say this, I, I will always stand on this, with the government, with the um, businesses. And uh, the 501 that was never, I don't believe it was ever, never God's plan because if it was, why is it that the church before us, the generals before us, our parents, uh, pastors, they never did um, get a 501c or grant or anything. And these pastors today in churches around some of them, they still continuously and the power is not there, brothers and sisters. So you think I'm giving you something to think about. Let's turn to um, James chapter five. And let's go to 15 and 16, read. And the prayer of the faith of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise them up. And if he had committed sin, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another, and pray one for another, that ye may be healed. The effectual and fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Brothers and sisters, I'm telling you that God is able to do all things but fail. It says here in my Bible, we may deal with physical, mental, or emotional illness by asking for the prayers of the elders or the leaders of the church. See, this is a responsibility that the leaders and the elders of the church, the pastors, apostles, the leaders of the church are to pray for the sick and to anoint them with oil. 
Note, this is the elder's responsibility to pray for the prayer of faith and not the responsibility of the sick person. See, when this coronavirus came, totally, when I said totally unacceptable, totally unacceptable the way the silence, the death silence of the church is not standing up and proclaiming God's healing, proclaiming him as the healer. You know, it was a death silence around the nations and it's sad, you know, it's a disgrace. And believe me, God has taken note. It's recorded in heaven and it's sad, it's grievous to the Lord. The oil probably represents the healing power of the Holy Spirit. It may be used as an aid to faith. It is a prayer that James emphasized as most important. Effective prayer must be offered in faith if the sick are to be healed. The Lord give faith according to his will. People may not always be healed instantly. Nevertheless, see what I'm saying? They may not always be healed instantly. They may come back to lay the issue of blood for 12 years, but we never stop. That's the commission of the church God has charged us. Should uh, continue to seek the healing power of the Holy Spirit for the sick and the glory of, of Christ. Because if not, brothers and sisters, then you got man or 